Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew? Do you want to start a podcast? You know, I do, but I just don't have any ideas on what we would talk about. So, I got one for you. I got one for you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, Our good friend, Scott Paladin, writes in, and Mm -hmm. they want to see a podcast full of facts you wish you could unknow. Facts I wish I could unknow. And they say, for example, the existence of white bread fetish guy. Mm. Now the Do problem you know with what this that podcast. Means? No, the problem with this podcast is that now we have to know what that means. So I do know what this means. Okay. Um there is a person who uh basically funds, I would say three fourths of like uh fetish art communities by ordering art. Uh, of uh, bimbos destroying Wonder Bread factories, if I'm remembering this correctly. What? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's it's not just white bread. I believe it's Wonder Bread specifically. I'm going to Google hate. Wonder Bread guy. Hold on, hold on. Control A C, Control Shift N, Control V. <laughs> you open up that incognito browser. <laughs> Uh, yes, there is a Know Your Meme page about this guy. It is... Um, oh, actually, I might be a little bit off. Hold on. Hold uh, on. Uh, I'm listening. I'm listening. You, I am waiting at the ready now as I'm... There we go. Thinking. There we go. Okay, so... Uh, Merlo- <laughs> Merlogic One's Wonder Bread Fetish DeviantArt commu- uh, commissions. Mm-hmm. Basically, this guy has commissioned a lot of artwork of rich women shopping for loaves of wonder bread as well as women destroying forests and filling up their hummers with gasoline huh and hmm. uh, there have been enough of these commissioned that it is notable i at least they're supporting artists it's one of those things where like you know how um the secret of digital art is that, like, 60% of the economy is furry-based. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's basically that. Or on DeviantArt, people are just like, did you get Wonder Bread Guy? That's how you know you've made it, as far as I can tell. It's Mitch McConnell, isn't it? You know, it's got to be someone <laughs> like that. It's some anarcho-capitalist. It's probably, like, the CTO of Wonder Bread just absolutely loves it because before when you had brought up that they were destroying wonder bread i was like oh what do we have here just a I rich was confused, person who was yeah. scorned by wonder bread no 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 this is this is not a comrade this is a this is a deal you make <laughs> with the devil he loves wonder bread and he hates the the world the ecosystem he hates everything the world. hates the ecosystem yeah uh so I just think a podcast where every week uh, we drop cursed knowledge on each other. Like, uh, did you see the tweet the other day about the guy who injected uh, himself with uh, magic mushroom tea? Yeah, yep, yep. And now there are mushrooms growing in his blood veins. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. Stuff you just wish you could unknow. Uh-huh, yep, yep. Or when, stop me if I if this is proceeding too far. Somebody once told me you could tear off your you could bite you bite off a finger with the force of biting a carrot like that's actually same. untrue that is thank god thank that you. is untrue you, you can cleanse that from your brain okay cool your eye is the consistency of cottage cheese 
That okay. Oh god, I hate. Uh huh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Riley, you don't you don't know this. I hate Igor. Oh, and so I do hate I, cottage cheese. The texture. Oh, no. You have just ruined my evening. I'm so sorry. I should have I should have prepped you more for it. I should have I need you it. to hit me with a new podcast. Yeah, uh, I I was sent a message. I have I was DM'd a podcast earlier today by a friend of the show, Shorty Sherman, who Oh uh, god. Who says uh the Sherman Family Podcast. The Sherman Family Pod What <sighs> podcast? Would you get your entire family on Edger and the Family Shermans? So uh, here's what the Sherman Family Podcast would be a podcast hosted by uh, supposedly my parents. All of the marketing emails would say my parents. <laughs> Everything in relation to it would say Karen and Mike Sherman. There's a it would coming. be 95% Karen talking and Big Mike would say a couple words maybe if prompted. What what would it be about? What would it be about? What is the what are they coming down on this with? Just their days, I guess. Um, it's weird because with COVID happening, there's like I don't know if you know about this. There's a there's a virus, um, and so <laughs> life times? is a little life's That's a little strange now. <laughs> yeah, um, we hope this podcast finds you well in these unprecedented times. <laughs> but. Um, Honestly, I'm looking for jokes, and all I'm really coming up with is I need to call my parents more because uh, I don't talk to them enough to know what their lives are about to make a podcast. Oh, you know what? You know how people uh, how people say um, that like a podcast is an excuse for male friends to talk to each other. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is that for me and my parents. Oh, so it's 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 just sitting down and catching up with your parents. Yeah, it's literally that SNL bit about like. Uh, 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 his uh, like a father and son podcasting stand so that you can actually un- know who your dad is. Um, that's basically <laughs> what this is. This you is this is this is like Roderick on the line, which is uh, the podcast that um, Bean Dad has, except it's me and my dad, where I call him and force him to open up. Speaking of cursed information, I want to unlearn. <laughs> I'm glad that we've moved past Bean Dad. You know what I mean as a culture. I can't imagine that there is anyone that is more thankful for a coup on the United States government than Bean Dad. <laughs> stuff uh, was going strong, and then white nationalists stormed the the capital, and everyone but him went, oh no, and he went, oh, thank God. See, and that's why they call him the Long Winter, John Roger <laughs> and the Long Winter. <laughs> do, you, do you have another suggestion? yeah uh this one this one i feel like isn't really a podcast idea i just want to read this tweet because i like it and i think that three of our listeners will also like it but i don't know if you'll know what we're even talking about um but ancient chaos wrote in and said regular mention of magic the gathering on the podcast vines implies the existence of the podcast tower and the podcast power plant so for your consideration wow fuck podcast tron so do those what? words mean anything to you what do you think I, this means okay okay so let's take so obviously tower plant tower power plant and mine is those are related in some way 
um, my first thought was like, is this a Lord of the Rings thing? But Power Plant can't be that. And then I was like, okay, Tron. They say podcast Tron. Is so is this a Tron thing? Are there mines in Tron? No, Sora never went to a mine, so that can't be it. Mm-hmm. And they, they wouldn't have had the power in like the fifties or whatever, whenever Tron was made to like mm-hmm. make to, to Yeah, they didn't have mines back then. Power plants. No. And so I'm I think I'm sticking with the idea that this is like a like there's like settlers. Really, hold on, hold on. I made a joke. I want to jump back. You know that they had power plants in the fifties, right? <laughs> yeah, but not, and you could digitize yourself into. Right. Riley, are you aware of a thing called the Industrial Revolution? <laughs> yeah, it happened in like what seventy seven. Yeah. Okay. Good. As long as you're aware of it. Um, what does this mean? Expl- <laughs> I like your funny words, Magic Man. Explain them. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in Magic, there are three lands. There's Urza's Mine, Urza's Tower, and Urza's Power Plant. And uh, if you have all... Th- they each tap for one colorless. If you have all three in play, then two of them tap for two. One of them taps for three. So, like, you can get seven mana on turn three if you're very mm-hmm. lucky. Um mm-hmm. And there's a deck called Urzatron that is built around doing that and casting big things that are colorless real early and just slamming like Karn on turn three. Mm. Uh, so this rules, because now with this information, now I can establish the idea of this bigger podcast where we have to we have to come up with, okay, the podcast towers and the podcast power plants, what do these mean? And obviously we're we're a podcast that comes up with ideas, right? And mm-hmm. so the podcast Power Plants is a podcast that funds things. It just throws its constant giveaways over there. They're just giving out money left and right to fund ideas. And the podcast Towers, that that's reach. That's like some social media magnets. Everything they post goes viral, but they don't post anything worthwhile. And so coming all together, that's Podcast Tron. Podcast Tron is like an actual good podcast. It's a good podcast with unlike this funding. one or our sellout show or our viral show. Yes, 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 yes. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that works for me. What else you got for us? I am um, going through our our list over here. I have a suggestion from um from my good friend Yadala uh, at 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 uh, at Yadala one writing on the inside. Podcast where you rate your favorite teleportation effects, gimmicks, and type. So, okay. First off, I like Nightcrawler going Banff. Banff is a good teleport sound. Banff is good. I love instant transmission. Goku going, like, that's sick. Like, that that's boring cool to, me. to me. You don't like that? You don't like the two fingers on the head and then the shik shik? It's such a. Nah, uh uh-uh, uh. Nah, 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 nah. No, that's too, like. Uh, you just wave your hands and make it happen. I I want, um, I want there to be substance to your teleportation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you want like that that pop of smoke or whatever that's exactly the bamp. To me, the best teleportation, and I know that this isn't. The, the question is like, uh, so you could put together like that grid of like lawful and chaotic to good to bad, right? Uh-huh, of like uh-huh. po- like teleportation rebel teleportation, uh, like scholar or whatever the fuck exactly um and i think that i'm I'm gonna go teleportation rebel i think that it is teleportation anytime that 
you expect a character to be one place and it turns out they're somewhere else and it is revealed in the same instance. Yes, yes, yes. I think that I think that is a fair to under- me when you throw a shuriken at Naruto and then uh-huh. he transforms into a log and it uh... turns out Naruto's behind you and he kicks you in the head. So so a substitution That's teleportation to, to me. Hold on, hold on. This is fascinating now, actually. I'm opening up a spreadsheet really quickly, and if you, as soon as you want out of this space, let me know. But Honestly, I, the I, moment you said, I'm opening up a spreadsheet. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> All right. But that, that's teleportation to me. Uh, so I know that technically, is that teleportation? No. There's a different dude that has teleportation knives that he can use in Naruto. I don't give a shit about him. Um, is, cha- is chaos control teleportation? Shadow the Hedgehog says chaos control and then moves really quickly to appear in another location? I don't and think... And we, we can't see him move. He moves so fast that Sonic thinks he teleports. To me... Knowing that he moves very quickly means it's not teleportation. And I know what you're thinking, but Andrew, when Naruto turns out to be a log, (laughs) he's moving at a normal speed to get behind the other person. Mm -hmm. He was never there in the first place. Right. But to me, that is still more teleportation than chaos control. What are so what are the two acts like what are the two versions of teleportation here cuz like there's there's definitely some rules here cuz your your description is when you expect someone to be one place and they are another place and it is revealed to you in that moment whereas i think a more traditional uh explanation of teleportation would be you have when when somebody has traveled from one place to another instantly yes and i th- i will be i will be clear that is the actual definition mm-hmm I just think when when Naruto turns into a log, my brain goes, "Oh shit, Naruto teleported behind him." Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that I think that's completely completely fair. And I, I buy think that. in the same way that like if the Flash is in front of Lex Luthor and then he's behind Lex Luthor, I don't think the Flash teleported behind Lex Luthor. I think the Flash ran really fast. That is what he's want to do. Now uh-huh. he's behind Lex Luthor. That's not a teleport. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I think the important thing about a teleportation is what's left behind. It's the log. It's the bamf. It's the... It's the... I don't know. When, when Goku flashes away and he does the, like... He gets, like, scratchy for a second. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's there for... He, he leaves an after image there for a moment, and it's gone. He's gone before the light of him hitting your eyes is gone, is how I read that. And that is why instant transmission fucking rules to me. <laughs> because it's just like, oh, shit, he has been gone for a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, what? So, and like, Star Trek uh, phasing. Like, Star Trek, like, do you give a shit? Um, I do, and I don't want to get into the whole things you can unknow about the fact that, like, it means that it rips one person to shreds and just reconstructs it somewhere else. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh The version uh-huh, of you that teleports uh-huh. isn't the same one that arrives. Yep, yep, yep. I love this. I want to get into this podcast, and I want to make this graph. Which is funny, because I, th- I think... No, never mind. Andrew, what do you have for me? So say that's called the In a Flash podcast. Um, <laughs> any, any, no, 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 no. Any teleport in a storm. 
<laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a podcast called. Well, that's an idea uh, from Jeff Stormer that says a self-help uh-huh. podcast exclusively for people currently in the process of buying a new couch. I I have two questions for you. Yes. One is how often do you buy new furniture? Um, I buy like my wife and I. We get furniture. Not regularly, but we are always looking to find something to fill a need or to replace something we know is bad. We we like we got our our dining room table chairs free off the side of the sidewalk, and that was sick. But our dining room table is from Crate and Barrel, and it rules. And we we spent a lot of time finding the right one. So you inst you will instantly get in something that you don't like quickly, and then tag it out for the finer thing once you get it later. Or right now, as we're coming up on a move, we're trying to figure out what do we do. With our 87-inch couch. It's huge. It's fucking gigantic. It was. It took us three hours to get it in here because it doesn't fit in the elevators. And we had Fuck. to wiggle it up and down the stairs. <laughs> and so it was a nightmare. And so now we're like, how do we get it out? <laughs> we had to like take doors off hinges and shit. But we got it. So it has to be able to get out. And we've come up with the idea of, do we just buy a new couch? Or do we keep this 87-inch couch that we love? I was going to say, do you like the couch is the real question. Oh, I love it. You you know when sometimes you sit on a couch and then you can lean back and then you're like, it's also deep. So, like, you can lean back, put your entire torso on the couch sitting, standing up, and, like, three people can lay on the couch at the same time. It is has so much space. It's wonderful. I think that's a couch you bring with you, and you you ride that couch till it's gone. Uh, exactly. My, my my second question from before was, how often do you think about buying new furniture? For me, it's near constantly. Yeah, um, all the time, all the time. But I'm hung up on this couch now. So uh, that's a, such a tough question. I think so. When I move, I go into purge Andrew mode. Um, mm-hmm. If if I could. I would move into new places with like a backpack and then just like drop a Molotov cocktail on my way out the door. This is... That would be my ideal way to move. We are already packing to move in two months. You and I are very different people. And Mandy, ha- Mandy has sold, uh, has just as of today sold our exercise bike and is working on selling a chair. It is this has the same exact vibe that you were describing for yourself right now. See, yeah, I just want to be a phoenix. Every time I get a new place, mm-hmm. I just want to like destroy everything that was at the old and just arrive at the new place and say, great, here's new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not made of money. Um, yes, yes, yes. Then you're sitting on the ground in front of your, your tube TV. Yeah. Um, hmm. What's the next kind of per- what's the next piece of furniture that you want to buy for your house? Oh my or that- god, you're opening such a huge can of worms right now. So I'm here's- opening a spreadsheet. <laughs> here's my problem. Here's my problem. I yeah. um I was supposed to get married this year and then uh-huh. surprise. Um So, I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast. I want to be clear. It's because of the virus. Um, I think think it's been mentioned it's because of the virus. I just want to make sure that, like, it doesn't sound like I got left at the altar twice this year. Um, (laughs) I had a wedding venue burned down, and then I... And then a little old virus happened. Uh, No, no, no. My fiance is from Canada. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah I swear I'm going to get married, y'all. Um, <laughs> this is a coronavirus podcast. You ever think about that? Like, we've only been doing this as long as the virus has been ruining our lives. I, You know what? You're right, but it started in August, so I don't think of it as a coronavirus podcast. Mm-hmm. Corona podcast started in April. You know, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are like, boy, it's been two weeks. I'm going to start doing this because I'm a little nervous. Um, mm-hmm. Once in August, like the world had already been like slashed and burned. At that point, it was just like, fuck it. This is this is new reality now. Um, <laughs> this is, this is not the Corona times. This is just times. Um, mm-hmm. Now we're in January. Uh, but I long story short, I uh, we've had a wedding registry for a while. Uh-huh. And there were a lot of things that, so here's the deal. There are a lot of things on that list that I was like, um, you know what? Let's not get this. We'll put it on the list from getting married. Hopefully someone will buy us this thing or we'll get like, a, you know, might get a gift card somewhere, whatever. Right. You know how weddings go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, you know, from there we can go from that. Um well, then the coronavirus happened, and we were like, oh, well, we're not going to get married anytime soon. And we got a couple gifts early from people that were very enterprising. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they stopped because we were no longer having the wedding. Um, uh-huh. And it turns uh-huh. out when you don't throw the party, no one gives you the presents. Uh-huh. Funny and how that spoke, works. We spoke a few weeks ago about how we love presents. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but the thing is that, like... Um, we had like furniture on that list, uh, including uh-huh. like a new coffee table, uh, some new end tables in our living room, um, mm-hmm. some lamps, things like that. Mm-hmm. So lamps got ordered for us, but not the end tables. So there's just lamps with nothing to put them on. Well, we went and bought them and then removed them from the list. And it turns uh-huh. out that the stuff that we wanted last year, like last March, God, mm-hmm. it was last year. The stuff that we wanted last March <laughs> is still the stuff that we wanted last March. And if it's uh-huh. now, we've wanted them for 11 months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, I guess we'll just buy some of this now. Yeah, like you you could om- <laughs> you could almost have a a uh <laughs> What is the word for that? I was going to say wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like where where you get where you get yourself you you would you get to treat yourself to some nice end tables because god damn it you deserve it yeah last september we got to have the anniversary of our getting engaged that we didn't expect to have um <laughs> and then this time we get to have the anniversary of the wedding that we expected to have so it's a good time all around have all, you heard all, about all, private all... minecraft servers and how you could do a <laughs> wedding out there all of this is to say i realize i'm getting way off point all of this is to say I am constantly enraged by the furniture that I own, and there's nothing I want more than to buy a new bit of furniture for all of it. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. bought a new gaming, like, a gaming desk sounds weird, but I mean it because I bought, like, a big flat surface instead uh-huh. of an Ikea desk that was more, quote-unquote, adult and responsible. But this, yeah. fits, this fits my lifestyle as a gremlin. Um, I bought <laughs> some end tables. I want to get a new... Uh, a new coffee table. I want to get a new dining room table. I mm-hmm. am constantly on the lookout for interesting bookshelves. I just want to buy furniture, Riley. It consumes me. Furniture is fucking great in buying furniture rules because then you put it in your house and you're like, damn, look at that. And then as you live and gain more, suddenly you're like, 
holy shit, the space I live in rules. Yeah, <laughs> like I, look at how I, well I've optimized my space. Uh huh. I just I. I I've I realize how lame I sound, but I'm just like, no, oh man, no. nothing's better than getting new furniture. This I'm isn't an adult lame. Now. This isn't lame. It's not lame. It is simply having a respect for the place, not a respect and ability to get things that make you happy and make the space you live in great and optimized. Who yeah. doesn't love to optimize their space? That guy from Fight Club who was like, oh, I hate furniture and trying to define myself through material goods. That guy. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot. Dumbass idiot. Ikea furniture is dope. Define your lifestyle by a catalog. Mm-hmm. I hate getting lost in an Ikea. You follow the arrows on the ground. It's the they... thing I miss the most from coronavirus. Uh-huh. It's a pa- It's a path. It is so easy and it's so simple to like keep yourself in check and go, oh, this is interesting. What do you think of this? And have a conversation. Every time I'm like, I get in fight, I hear I get in fights with my partner at Ikea. I'm like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I get in fights because Sam is the one trying to hold me back. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm, like, well, mm-hmm. we could just redo our entire kitchen. And she goes, Andrew, we live in an apartment. We don't control our kitchen. <laughs> Andrew, what, what, uh, what kind of, have you looked, been looking at silverware or like tableware? Have you thought about that? Because that, that's like, that's like Riley, a step... Riley, Riley, starting... have I thought about silverware? <laughs> what kind of spoons do you like? Okay, Riley, I was, we, I was... Riley, we have a wedding registry. I've I been know. wanting new spoons for a year now. Can you show me the spoons that are on your wedding registry? No, because I have to log in and all this shit. All right. Um, T- tell me. Sorry, not, so... to, not to ruin the bit, mm-hmm, but like... Mm-hmm, uh, I, I will say, spoons and stuff like that, I don't care. I'll eat with any spoon. I don't give a shit. Really? You'll eat with any spoon? You show like me a you... new... I mean, as long as it's not, like, bladed. No, no, no. But, like, there's, like... I We were looking at silverware the other day, going because we wanted to replace our, our, our tableware, and, all, and we were like, okay, let's look at this. And I realized upon looking at spoons for, like, the first time critically in my life that I was like, hey, I got a lot of thoughts about, like... <laughs> Like for a butter knife, how much handle to how much knife there should be, and how a spoon should not be a circle. It should be an oval. It's one of those things that is um it's like it's like coffee or whiskey to me. Um mm-hmm. where I I can be an opinionated person. I, I I can let those opinions be known and like really get into the weeds and develop ideas and thoughts about things, right? Mm-hmm. 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 There are things in my life that I actively avoided doing that with, like coffee. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if I get into good coffee, it's game then over. it's game over. The thing that I currently do in my life simply to fuel myself, once I try to turn that into a hobby where I have opinions about it, I, I can't go back. There's no turning off that switch in my brain once it's on. Um mm-hmm. Same with whiskey. Give me the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the well, whatever drinks. I don't need to know what the good stuff is, because if I do know what the good stuff is, then I can't drink cheaply anymore. Because anytime I drink the bad stuff, I think this is the bad stuff instead of this is the stuff. In 2022, Andrew and I, the two of us are going to go on the fucking bourbon trail in Kentucky, and we're going to record podcast minds and drink at, at different distilleries and shit. I punched my mic. 
That does sound like a self-help podcast exclusively for people currently in the process of buying a new couch. What yeah, is the name of, of this episode since we spent 14 minutes talking about how much we love furniture as adults? Jeff, buy that couch. I, I assume you need a couch. The yeah, Jeff, get episode... a couch. <laughs> Jeff, buy your this... couch. Is that the name of the episode? Jeff, get a couch? Jeff, get your couch. <laughs> Jeff, get your couch? Hell yeah. We also... <laughs> Jeff, buy your couch. Riley, I got another podcast idea for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And this one, okay, I think I think this is a tweet that is a reference to a TikTok, but I might be wrong. Um, Hit me. Someone tweeted, and uh, Philo Hazard retweeted this with the hashtag the podcast minds, but the original tweet was from Max Kruger VG, who says, Today on non-standard McDonald's. Is a McDonald's a McDonald's if it no longer is officially recognized by McDonald's, but operates in a McDonald's and serves McDonald's food? A McDonald's reassembled to become functionally a McDonald's. A McShip of Theseus, if you will. And this is quote tweeting a picture that says Community Direct Aid Distribution McDonald's, La Pares M, 2020. St. Bartholomew, France, active. And it's a McDonald's that seems to have been taken apart and remade into a different McDonald's. And I'm going to say, if a McDonald's is no longer officially recognized by McDonald's, it is no longer a McDonald's. McDonald's is a franchise. And if they strip the, if they do not recognize that as a franchise, then what we have is a like and like yes they're still serving mcdonald's they're still working with mcdonald's ideals but they are not a mcdonald's anymore so so let's let's strip mcdonald's away from this which is exactly what they did but uh let's say so riley you and i have a restaurant um yes we own a restaurant together things are going well um yes we like this restaurant a lot Mm -hmm. the owner gets angry and fires everyone right uh-huh. We say, okay, uh, time to open a new restaurant. Let's just get the gang back together. Uh, let's uh-huh. open right next door. There's an available lot. Um, uh-huh. Opening a restaurant, especially right now in this economy, is super easy. We'll just do it. Easy like that. Uh-huh. Done. Wop, we got, our, po- we gotcha. got our restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our menu? It's the same stuff we were cooking before. Uh, what's the prices? Same prices. Uh, who's the supplier? We know the supplier. We basically just like flagged him down mm-hmm. and said, hey, can you just deliver that to us too? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. literally everything is the same, except we are over one spot in a restaurant. Maybe we even rebuilt the restaurant to look the same as the old restaurant. And we don't, we don't have the same owner, right? Uh, let's say same, a different owner. Uh, the new owner is just, honestly, it's just a different guy. That's the exact same with the mustache. Um, he's very helpful with the funding and all, um, (laughs) it's his twin brother with a mustache. Uh, so they have the same ident- they mm-hmm. same genetic mm-hmm. code too. They just happen to have a different soul or whatever. So <laughs> you got so existential <laughs> trying to move your way around this. Is this the same restaurant? No. What's different to you? Is it the same restaurant as before? Yeah, as the old restaurant. The that uh, is that original restaurant closed? Uh, does it matter? Yes. Okay, r- restaurant isn't closed. 
Okay, so the original restaurant is still running, run by the same person, but they have fired the entire staff. And let's say they hired new staff, so they're pumping out the same food, and it all tastes the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're pumping out the same st- They have the same staff. Yes, yes, yes. No, this is not the same restaurant, because that restaurant is that restaurant. This restaurant, restaurant is, like, is ostensibly a different restaurant. Yes, they're pumping out the same food. Yes, they're doing the same shit. Yes, like, it is the same people who worked at that old restaurant. But they worked at that old restaurant. That that restaurant did not move. That restaurant did not pick this up. It is one of those things where, like, a restaurant only holds, like, a restaurant only exists as far as we, like, our idea of it exists, right? Like, I know that the restaurant on the corner of my block is there, and I know that it, it, it is that restaurant. If another place opened across the street from it that was exactly the same, like to the letter with clones of all the people there, it would be a different restaurant. It would not be the same restaurant because it is it is a different restaurant. I can't point at the restaurant that exists and go, that is that restaurant, and then point at the new one and go, that is also the other restaurant. Okay, let's strip all the bullshit out. Same restaurant, burns down, rebuilds itself. Is it the same restaurant? Same restaurant. Okay. Same restaurant burns down, rebuilds itself, uh, loses wait, wait, one... Wait, wait, no. It, it is not the same restaurant. Sorry. Because then it becomes the the pancake house I went to in college, the Hamburg Inn number two. The Hamburg Inn number one burnt down. And then it was replaced by the Hamburg Inn two. You become a sequel to the restaurant. You become a different restaurant. The only restaurant that will ever be at that restaurant is the one restaurant. So you're saying that a remake of, not a remake, you're saying that a remaster of a movie is a, is a sequel to the original movie. I'm saying a remaster to a movie is a new movie. It is not that same movie anymore. But what if I could get a Big Mac there? Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Hi-ho!